0: you ever dreamed of becoming an interior designer? You don't want to go back to university. You don't want to work for a large firm, but you just don't know how to get started. You want flexibility. You want to pursue your passion and you want to make income. Well, you should definitely check out the Uploft Interior Design Academy. It's my proprietary program that I've used internally for years and have made available to the public. Not only do you get video modules that you can take at your own pace, but you also get one on one coaching sessions with me, group coaching sessions with our Facebook group of Academy students, and so much more. If you're interested, Get more information and sign up for an exploratory call with me at affordableinteriordesign.com slash academy. Once again, that's affordableinteriordesign.com slash academy. It's time to start living the life of your dreams. high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look, be your own interior designer. This is Affordable Interior Design, the podcast. Here's your host, Betsy Hellman. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful fall and that things are going well with you, whether you're homeschooling or remote learning or hybrid or back in school, we've got a lot going on we've also got a lot going on here at the podcast, back to school for your kids, but also back to school for some adults who've been taking the academy. And today we have someone who recently completed the program. And I think her story is so inspiring. Not only did she complete it recently, she just launched her business and I can't wait for her to tell you more. So please welcome Amanda, Amanda Stewart to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me Betsy. Happy to be here. Well, I've been watching your journey throughout the academy and I think it's so unique and you've got so much going on that I thought your story would really inspire our listeners. So I'm so glad you're here today. Thanks. So tell me a little bit more about what you're doing right now. Just give us a snapshot of your current life and then we'll go into your backstory later. Okay.
1: So I, like you said, just finished up the design course. Um, and while I was doing that, my husband was in the middle of a 13-month deployment, and I have three little kids at home. They are three, five, and seven. And obviously, like everyone else, we tackled on a um, quarantine to the end of that 13-month deployment. So it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun, but it was really nice to have um, the design academy to invest my, in, in myself. Because otherwise, I just would have been caught in this endless cycle of you know dishes and cleaning. And are the kids okay? So it was really awesome to have something that inspired me and kept you know it fulfilled the creative side and the Amanda side of myself, so that I had more time and space um, to be the mother and wife side of myself. So we, I just launched my um, business last week called Feels Like Home Interior Design. And since it is COVID time, you know, I obviously can't be doing much um, networking in person with people. So it is a little bit slow going, but i have been learning a lot about uh, social media marketing and things like that. So trying to get the word out, and my family and friends have all been super supportive. So um, it's been, I actually, if you had asked me like five years ago, even what is one thing you would never do as like, you know, your job and it would be starting my own business. <laughs> so wow. <it> very <laughs> much, even though the creative and design side of it is very much something that everyone could have seen me doing, um, opening my own business, something that scares me to no
0: end. So I'm proud of myself for taking that leap. That's awesome. I'm surprised too, you know, that that was your answer because you're such a go-getter. When I talked to you initially about the academy, you told me everything you had going on and I was like, wow, do you have the bandwidth to fold this into the mix? But um, you can obviously take on a lot. Uh, A lot of people don't know, but your background was actually in the military. So if you wouldn't mind just giving a snapshot of that, because not only was your husband deployed, but you guys met in a really unique way. I just think the evolution of where you came from to where you are now is quite interesting.
1: Yeah, um, I went to West Point. I graduated uh, back in 2007. So after that, uh, I served in the army for about five years. And then um, I got out when we started a family, but my husband stayed in. Um, yeah, so it's always, it's been a big part of our life for um, 20 years now almost, 15. Wow. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned that you never would have thought you would have started a business. Why did you decide to join the Academy?
1: Well, like I was mentioning, I think I get so busy with the kids and planning their lives and feeding them and cleaning up after them, And I really do love it, but you can't keep giving to people if you don't have anything to draw from. So I definitely started realizing that I think as my third child got a little bit more independent and, and older. Um, so I have a little bit more time where they don't need me to, you know, follow them as they're walking up the stairs and stuff. So I have some more time. So I was just um, open to, you know, have, having something on the side. So. Like I mentioned, I've been creative like my whole life. And I think when I was really young, I, my my biggest dream was to, to draw the uh, chalkboard signs at Wegmans. Do um, mm-hmm. you know how they have the signs like above the vegetables that say, you know, cucumbers 29 cents and like swirly handwriting.
0: I <laughs> that, love those signs. I actually better. know more the Trader Joe's signs cause we don't have a Wegmans close, but I okay. think they'd be related.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I've always been um, into make things look pretty. And, you know, rearranged my bedroom around a million times when I was little. So um, I've, and then since we've moved so much, you know, it's such a challenge to make uh, a space feel like home everywhere that you move with a lower budget. And then, you know, sometimes you move from a giant house to a small apartment. So nothing is ever made for the building that you're in so i you know got into podcasts and yours was one of them and i remember every time you would ask and answer questions i just i felt like we had the same answers or like i i understood what you were saying more um more than the average person so when you announced the academy i was super interested in that and thought it was a good opportunity for me
0: That's so funny. So you're kind of listening to the podcast. as almost like a quiz. Like, how would I answer this? What would I say?
1: sure. I did that for many weeks.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a great, that's first of all, a great way to check your comprehension, right? Post-academy. But that's so interesting. And feel free to disagree with me on some of my answers, by the way. But um, (laughs) while you were in the academy, what did you find to be the most valuable part? Um, several things. I think it is
1: really awesome to have the actual knowledge and the facts for why some things work and why they don't. Because while I could get at those answers that you were saying, they usually would take me rearranging the house a few times to until it finally felt right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. since I've taken the course, I can just go right to that correct answer instead of just doing everything that doesn't work first. And then I also love how you taught us to um, really get to know a client and dig out what their needs are, and then go from there, like in, in designing the, the space, um, instead of just like coming, you don't just come up with a design out of thin air, there is a process. And that just makes me feel so much more confident in, in what doing because I know the steps that I'm going to be taking.
0: Right, and when the client feels like you truly understand them, like you've asked all the right questions but not too many questions so that they feel like you've really just zoned in on exactly what they need, that's how you build the relationship. And building a relationship with one client can lead to many, many clients. I still work with today, clients who hired me 10 to 15 years ago. I had an email today with a client who took my classes back in 2013. So building those relationships not only helps to spread the word, but also makes interior design so much more fun. You pick up where you left off, you feel like you're working with a friend. I mean, you still wanna keep it professional of course, but I can't, say enough about building that relationship. And you know you want to seem professional. You want to seem like you're asking just what you need to know and not too much more, because it is kind of a personal business. So people want to reveal to you their problems, but also they're feeling quite vulnerable. It's a delicate balance, right, between them wanting to share with you and being nervous about how transparent they should be with you. So having that kind of protocol in place these are the questions we ask these are the questions that help me with my process just makes it a more streamlined process yeah exactly and
1: there's so many things in design where um and and i know personally for myself like you just love something because it's special to you and it makes you happy when you walk by it but just because it's not the correct answer in the interior design world doesn't mean that i can't use it because that's the whole point of it is making it is the process first of all, and because you can't always afford everything that you want, but also just being okay with things not being perfect. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think that's a huge part in getting to know your the clients that you're working with is understanding what they really want, not what makes a perfect design necessarily.
0: That's right. And you moving so many times back to back and having to live in suboptimal locations perhaps or, you know, going from an apartment to a house and then back again. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to have to reuse items. I put clients at ease by telling them, you know, we're not shooting this for a magazine tomorrow. I'm not going to move in. So if you love word art and are inspired by live, laugh, love, then let's put it up. You know, if it brings you joy, then that's going to work for me. It doesn't have to be picture perfect. Exactly. Yes. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. amazing check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today well and so what part of the academy do you find was the most challenging what did you struggle with as you were working through the 10 modules
1: i mean i think the business side of it is is has been biggest struggle for me um because like i said i don't exactly like to put myself out there i know one of your first recommendations is to join the uh the the local chamber of commerce and that just makes me like shake a little bit thinking about (laughs) going to new people and saying hi So
0: (laughs) really well i think you know now we can't do that so you've got like this excuse right but there is nothing like getting out there with your business card and saying this is who i am and this is what i do because you have to legitimize yourself before anybody's going to legitimize you Right. And you can start in coronavirus times by doing that virtually. I mean, you've already done a great job of getting the word out to friends and family, leveraging your social media. But also, I think it's super valuable to do like a launch, like a countdown so that you have a reason to be sharing messaging as you go. So maybe you want to do your first month's launch and share like a 10 part series on social about why you got started, what you're doing now, what projects you love, you know, kind of giving a little bit of a personal viewpoint because that's why people know like know and like you on social, but also right. then adding in that business level. So they're like, oh, that reminds me, Amanda's doing this. Oh, you know, and then not being hesitant to ask for the referral. Do you know <laughs> anybody who needs interior design? Like just ask. And starting with your core group, those friends and family, will help you hopefully to be more confident when COVID is lifted and the restrictions are lifted. And we're out Mm -hmm. shaking hands. We're out putting flyers in Wegmans, right? Or in your local coffee shop. You're out doing these things that are so important because everybody's afraid. Nobody likes to network, but I don't like to think of it as networking. I like to think of it as seeing what you can do for other people and what they can do for you. So how can we help each other? Because networking means get to know me, it's all about me. Whereas if you think of it as helping each other, then you have something to give them. Like what do they need and if you help them they'll remember you right
1: yeah that's true i def- I had a few friends that said oh i wish you know i would have known this like last year i would have you know talked to you and i didn't even know that those people had any interior design questions so it i can definitely see how putting it out there is is helpful to others not just yes trying to make money for myself
0: it, it, it is like a service that people are looking for so And how can you stay fresh in their minds without them feeling like you're bugging them? And that's why I love the launch, the series, or something like that, you know, where you're tying together a story or something that's compelling with then, this is what I'm doing, do you need help? This is my life, I moved every year for 15 years, and I had to reuse the same items in radically different floor plans. Do you have that problem, right? So Mm -hmm. this is just ways to remind people of why your service would be so valuable, especially your point of view. Like you've had to make it work for many years. It's true. And speaking of making it work, you know, there's listeners who are maybe on the fence about starting a new career. They're hesitant. I mean, you definitely made a radical shift in what you were doing, right? Uh, What would Uh you tell those people who are afraid to take the plunge? Afraid to start something new. Um,
1: I feel like I can't imagine somebody that would be more afraid to take the plunge than I was. I loved the idea of it, but yes, like I said, starting a brand new business was um, the exact opposite of anything I would have done. But I, and I guess I'm a success story from that because it has been. I've loved every second of it, and I have no regrets and it was, yeah, like if you're if it's something that you love, you know that this thing where if you find something you love to do, you'll never have to work a day in your life. So that is something to be inspired by and look forward to. Um, and there really isn't much to lose. So I mean, just as long as you can, you know, you just buy the, the class, and then that's, that's it. It's not like you're the worst thing that can happen is that, it, you know, you don't get that many clients at first. But so, so nothing bad is going to happen to you by taking the plunge. So right. um, yeah, you only grow. So I take it even though my business is growing slowly, I am growing like leaps and bounds as a person. So eventually, that'll even out.
0: Well, and the exciting thing is that, I mean, it is an expenditure of not only money, but time and energy. But I like to twist the phrase you just said, Amanda. When people say, you know, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I work every day so hard. i like, if this isn't work, I don't know what it is. But you won't regret it. You won't feel like you're missing out or you're not living your life's purpose. Like I feel on purpose every gosh darn day. I go home and the exhaustion I feel is worth it because mm-hmm. first of all, I'm, I'm the master of my own destiny, which is very rare these days. You know, when people are at the mercy of their employers who may or may not be able to keep them still, deciding that you're going to work for yourself and do something that empowers you to help, you know, your family but also just your inner drive is huge. Like there's never been a better time. But also the work feels important when it matters to you.
1: And oh, when you for sure yeah. yeah, learning all these things has been it's been so awesome and I already have, you know, helped many people just by passing on, you know, the information that I've learned. So Uh, You're right, it did feel, everything felt worth it at the end of the day.
0: And if you could summarize sort of your emotional journey from the beginning of the academy to where you are now, what would that kind of look like in a sentence or two?
1: Um, I think in the beginning, I was super excited and kind of, just living off that adrenaline and then I probably had a lot of ups and downs as far as like can I even do this um this like no one will ever hype me to you know and now I've leveled out where I am confident in it but I also realize it's going to take hard work to market myself but I I do know that I'm worth it and um like I, I don't have a problem putting myself out there because I know that I have the skills to
0: back it up. That's right. That's right. And if you ever feel like, oh my gosh, I forgot that. You know, you have lifetime access to those videos. Go watch them again. The answers are there. You know, we basically put out our entire program and more that we used internally here. And so the answers are baked in. Just go watch. You guys are
1: there. Like all the Facebook groups are so awesome. And, you know, just being able to type a question whenever I have it. And there's lots of calls. Um, So it is a really like warm and welcoming community too.
0: Yeah, I think between the Q and A's and the one-on-one coaching, we can get you where you wanna be. And you know, that part does take some thinking outside the box right now, but people are more open to virtual appointments than ever. So it also expands your reach. Now people almost want to do virtual over having us come in person and so that has opened up a world of possibilities for our company but also i want to show you guys how it can open up a world of possibilities for you
1: yeah and i think while it may be slower growing now it is like an investment in the future and when i do have a lot more time when my kids are older i will already have this established and i won't have to start from scratch
0: then that's right and maybe you will have worked out some business model kinks. Because the thing I love about you, Amanda, is you are always bringing innovative business ideas to the table. It's great. Like you are coming, maybe I'll try this, maybe I'll try that. And of course, we want to evaluate those opportunities based on financials and time, right? Which is something we talk a little bit about in the academy is like, is this going to be worth your time if you work this way? What are the different ways you can work? But that kind of outside the box thinking, that kind of bringing fresh ideas to the table is what sets you apart from your competitors so that is that and your drive have really impressed me as I've watched you grow during the Academy
1: oh thank you yeah well, I just like you know you really stress to figure out what your ideal clients pain point is and so that's when I I have um, so many friends that will just text me random questions all all day long, not all day long, but like a lot. And since I've started the class, and I just realized that I absolutely loved being able to answer them back quickly as to why that pillow pattern doesn't go with the other pattern or what size rug to put under the bed. And so that's what made me think that maybe a lot of other people They all they have is their husband to ask who doesn't really care, or they have another friend to ask who is just going to tell them it looks beautiful no matter what. But if they had somebody with knowledge to text, um, that would tell them the straight up answer that that would be worth something to them. So that is that was one of my ideas. That we'll we'll see what happens with that one, but I thought it was a pretty good. Yeah, I am super
0: intrigued, and I would never be gutsy enough to offer that. So I can't wait to hear about your journey on the Facebook group. You're going to keep us posted on that.
1: I definitely
0: will. One other thing that I love to tell people when I'm talking to them about the Academy is that if you bring your past experiences to your business, it can also set you apart, you know? And so... Do you see ways in which your past experiences like West Point or like wanting to make signs for Wegmans, any of that stuff in your background, do you see how it can be folded into your new business venture? Yeah, I
1: think so. Um, I think the the thing with interior design is that it's always seemed out of reach and for you know really wealthy people that get custom this and custom that and they just want a space that looks luxurious. And there is, of course, a market for that, but there are also, like, us everyday people should be able to have a stylish space as well. And with online retailers and stuff, it's never been easier to just order high-end looking items for lower cost. So I think that I bring my... um, creative side, but then I mesh it up with my practical side from you know, being in the army, and having to figure out problems and just getting the, the, you know, the best solution quickly and affordably. I think putting those together is where you can get a um, stylish and cohesive space that functions and looks beautiful. um, Like, quickly. So while uh, an interior designer would take, you know, hours and hours to source, you know, one specific uh, chest, I can design a whole room in an amount of time. And that's why you can offer packages for a more affordable price and to more people.
0: That's right, and learning about your own traits, like knowing that you're disciplined, knowing you can make fast decisions, building on those things that you know you do well already, and folding them into your business can make you even more confident when you launch. Like, I know I'm going to be able to execute. I know I'm gonna be able to help them decide between things, right, because those are my strong suits. I think that that is just a place to reach in whenever you are feeling that lack of confidence.
1: Yes. Yes. I've been, I've been trying,
0: trying to adapt to that more. So, and getting more confident in myself. And as I mentioned that lack of confidence or that fear or that imposter syndrome never goes away. I don't care who you are and I don't care how big you are, unless you have like a narcissistic tendency. um, You will always experience moments of hesitation. Uh, I've been doing this for 15 years. I've done thousands of spaces. I still feel hesitation. I still had a roadblock project yesterday where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Um, They wanted to change like the two crucial pieces in the room, the inspiration piece, and then this piece that was impossible to find, a tall bar cabinet that matched these exact specifications. And I got hot and bothered. Like I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to have to give me... A moment <laughs> offline where I really dig in and find the answers. You will always face hesitation. Right? Um, so yeah, I think that's,
1: oh, sorry. That's actually like um, something in the army where you say, I don't know, but I will find out <laughs> that way. You don't have to, you still sound like you're, you know, smart, but you go find it out.
0: Well, and even just telling that to yourself. I don't know, this is a different thing than I've done before, but I have faith that I'm the kind of person who will execute, Mm -hmm. right, right? Um, Or I don't have a chance but to execute because my clients paid me. That's another way to look at it, (laughs) which is the way that I'm looking at it today as I'm revising and looking for a new tall bar cabinet that fits their specifications. Well, let's think forward to your next steps. Now that you've completed the Academy, you've just launched your business. Tell us what you're seeing in the future, where people can find you, all that good stuff.
1: Sure. Um, well, I am digging into Pinterest marketing and trying to, because I know that is a big thing. So that is what I will be learning in the next few weeks. But I, my website is over at home dot designcom and it's the same um, handle for my Instagram page as well. And I actually I have put together a freebie for um, anyone who signs up for the newsletter on my website, and it is um, how to elevate your home style in one weekend. Uh, so it's a quick uh, just a compilation of tips that are easy and affordable, and you can just make your your space look more sty- stylish just in a day or a weekend. Um, and yeah, just I'm just going to be studying marketing for, for now until as I work on a few projects for friends and family and uh, just keep getting the word out there.
0: And studying is part of the equation, but the other part is putting yourself out there, and that's the biggest part. And asking, don't be hesitant. Your friends and family want to help you. Ask for that referral, ask for that review. Those friends and family members who've been texting you questions, they can write reviews not only on Google and Yelp, but also for your website. Just ask for what you need. Everyone, including us in the academy, wants to help you. So don't be shy. The greasy wheel gets the grease, or what was that? Isn't that how that goes? The squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> if it was a greasy wheel, it wouldn't need. Anyway, um, there we go, there we go. So be that wheel, you know, whether it's inside the academy asking for what you need or whether it's people who know, like, and trust you and saying, you are my people and I need support. How can we support each other, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, I am so excited to continue watching you on your journey, and I'm excited that we'll keep hearing updates in the Academy Facebook group. Is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off?
1: Um, I just can't stress um, what a wonderful experience this has been, um, growing personally and professionally, and Betsy has been such a joy to work with, and I feel like she truly truly cares about me as a person and me as a designer. So um, it's been Yeah, it's been a huge step um, in my confidence and in my uh, design confidence. So I just encourage anyone that is on the fence, um, that it's going to be worth it.
0: Well, and I want you to know that I am invested, not financially, but emotionally, I'm invested in each one of you students. And I love seeing you take the bull by the horns and turn this academy into your next business. It's like watching myself when I was growing my business, except you're in fast forward mode because I'm giving you all the things I learned over the 15 Mm -hmm. years. And if I would have had that advice or that mentor when I started, I would have ramped up so much more quickly. I would have saved myself a world of pain and I'm really here to help you. How can my journey help you, right? Help you take those shortcuts. And so well, I'll keep, really appreciate. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll keep being there for you. I can't wait to hear how things go. And, um, and we will put your website on our show notes page at affordable interior slash podcast. So everyone can click and go pick up that awesome freebie sounds good thank you very much well thanks for joining me amanda and i'll be seeing you in the facebook group and for everybody else i'll be talking to you next week bye you've asked for it and we have answered the call for years you've been saying betsy